when you start standing up for yourself, you're going to see me. Well, one of two things you're going to see that you have really good standards when it comes to letting people live their own lives. Or maybe you'll get a bit of a mirror where it's like, oh, wow, have I ever made somebody feel like that? We all have relationships in our life. And whether it's the NLU team or it's Kevin or it's Emilia or it's a friend of mine, we have to do this thing called expression of truth. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 962. It is last week's live Q&A. Today, for episode number 963, you need to start standing up for yourself. Happy Friday. I was on an interview, well... It wasn't an interview, it was a pre-interview, Alan, and for those of you out there who aren't in the podcasting space and you've never been interviewed before, oftentimes what happens is somebody will schedule a 10 or 15 minute talk and they just want to get to know you, they want to see if you're a good fit for their listeners. And I had a a pre-podcast call with this person and I logged on and I was ready to chat and you know, it's, it's usually just a pretty short conversation and you can tell pretty quickly whether or not you're going to vibe with this person. And this person started asking me a bunch of questions and tell me about your story, tell me about the business, tell me about everything. And it was going really, really well, but I could tell there was a little bit of ego. And I, it seemed like this person was way less centered than they claimed to be. And we're probably 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in, and this person says to me, so it's interesting, actually. Let me, let me throw this out there. A lot of my guests have suggested since I do hour and a half long episodes that we do a part one on my show and a part two on your show. Is that something that is aligned for you? And I said, no, no, nope, that's not aligned. We're not, we're not having guests right now. And this person said, okay, well, with that being said, and now that I know that this probably isn't going to be a fit, but if you do decide you're willing to have me on your podcast, just reach out in the future and maybe we can schedule something. And this person said, how do you feel? Like, what do you think? And I said, honestly, I'm kind of frustrated because with no ego, and I mean this with all the love in the world, we have world-class experts on our podcast. We have, we have very, very successful, vetted, studied people that we value and we look up to. And that's one of the reasons we're not having guests anymore is because we, we're struggling to find aligned people. And I said, it's just a little bit frustrating that I was brought on under this pretense of I was going to come on your show. And now that I'm not willing to play the game, it's not going to happen. I'm just a little frustrated. He said, I can understand that. I can understand that. And again, we had a little bit of a conversation, but you know, this, this person said, Oh, I know Tony Robbins stepdad or father-in-law, whatever the hell it was. I don't know what it was. And I said, all right, that's fine. Good for you. That's great. But standing up for myself in that moment felt really, really, really good where 
at the beginning of this journey, Alan and I did a lot more appeasing of if you said, hey, you wanted to come on the show, we wouldn't necessarily tell you no. We might forget to message you back or whatever, but we wouldn't necessarily <laughs> in real time say no. I said no. And he said, well, maybe in the future. And I said, honestly, no, it's not going to happen in the future because you're not, you kind of got to, you got to prove yourself. You're not just going to come on the show because I want to go on yours. It's not, that's not how it works. I care about our listeners more than I care about going on your effing show. Like it's not a, we're not doing the same thing here, man. We're not playing the same game. So it felt really, really good to stand up for myself. And Alan asked me my intention before this episode. And I said, I want to talk to and with our audience, not, or I want to talk with, I don't want to talk to, I don't want to talk down to as, Hey, you got to fix this. If you don't fix this, your life's going to be Jeffed because this is something I deal with. And that's why I'm so proud that I was able to stand up for myself in that conversation. It's hard to tell the truth. It's hard to, to hold your ground. It's hard to stand up for yourself. It's hard. Like I got, I don't want to say triggered, but I definitely got angry when he said, Hey, how did that make you feel? I got angry and I could tell cause my words weren't as I could tell my heartbeat was ra racing a little bit faster. And I could tell that I was in flight mode more than flight or fawn. There was no, and neither of those, it was fight. And I was like, all right, man, you want to do this? Let's do this. Now, again, for me, the lesson is when you do stick up for yourself, how do you respond to what is done to you? How do you respond to their response? And that's a deeper, a deeper layer. But if you constantly find yourself obliging to other people's desires or their recommendations or things that are out of alignment and you're just doing them to appease, you're really, really holding yourself back just like Alan and I are and were doing even more in the past. But this is what I'll say. It feels really, really, really good to stick up for yourself the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth time. It feels better every time. In the beginning, it's very, very, very challenging, especially to the people closest to you. But what I can tell you is all the times I have stood up for myself, the person that I stood up to looked at me a little bit differently. So where are you hiding from standing up for yourself? And if you really, really, really sat back and thought about it, what results is that stopping you from getting? And what results is that bringing into your life that you don't necessarily want? So I was going to go a different way with this, but I also, and I appreciate your vulnerability there, Kev. And and I want to say this too, completely upfront. There are certain things we talk about on this show that, you know, I feel I've worked on and have mastered and or come naturally to me. This is not one of them. Uh, this is, this sticking up for myself thing is something that I struggle with consistently and am working on every single day. And I think, I think it's good that Kevin and I are leaning into talking with the listeners rather than to the listeners and Obviously, sometimes we're more intense, sometimes we're more vulnerable, and you know we're the full spectrum here. We're not just one note hammering it over and over again. But one thing I want to share with everyone is actually something that I just experienced with Emilia today, and I wasn't planning on this, but I think this is a really valuable um, example of this. So Emilia and I are in a 10 out of 10 wonderful place. Her and I are just unbelievable right now. And and I'm always thinking of health, wealth, and love, and I'm always rating them from zero to 10. My health right now is probably an eight. Um, my wealth right now is probably a six or a seven on its way up. And then my uh, love right now is 10 out of 10, which was not the case right after Next Level Live because Next Level Live took a lot out of us and I wasn't pouring as much into my relationship. But I digress. So Emilia and I are 10 out of 10 right now, which by the way, usually makes it easier to express truth. So when it's challenging is when it's most important. So keep that in mind too. 
So I woke up this morning, I think around seven or so, and Tucker's bed, Tucker's our dog, is right in my office. And usually what I'll do is I take the morning shift. She takes the afternoon, the early evening, and then I take the evening shift and I put him to bed. So we take him out four times a day and we have it on the whiteboard and all that. So I wake up, um, I protect her sleep very much. So we have these, these blinders that we put on, uh, because we have this big, beautiful skylight and it's really bright in our room in the morning. And so I put it over her eyes. So she has the, like that black thing over her face so she can sleep in a little bit, catch up on some sleep. And by sleep in, I mean until like eight 30. Cause at this point I think it's six 30. So I get up, I take Tucker out, Tucker and I are hanging out while I'm working and her phone was downstairs, which we have kind of this new charging station upstairs where we're putting our phones upstairs. And her alarm goes off. And her alarm is like these Tweety Birds that are like, it's like nature sounds, but it's really like loud, like wake up nature sounds. And it took me out of flow. So I went down to like dismiss it. And then I went back upstairs to get back into flow. I'm writing my book and then Tweety Birds again. And then um, she eventually wakes up. She's hanging out with Tucker. She goes into her office. I'm still in the nook, which is right right outside of my office. And then again, Tweety Birds. And so there's a part of me that is like, I don't want to bother her with this. This is not that big of a deal. Um, I'll just, I'll just turn it off for her and that this, that, and the other thing. But we have something we refer to together as alarm hygiene, sleep hygiene, calendar hygiene. We're extremely regimented and structured in the way we, we design our life around flow. And if you've never studied flow, it's, it's focused work, deep focused work. When you're writing a book, if you've never written a book, it's genuinely brutal. At least I think it is. And you need focus and, and having Tweety birds in the background and alarms going off is really distracting. I just wanted to take a quick second and give a shout out and a huge thank you to Next Level Podcasting Solutions, Kevin and his team. They have been incredible to work with, very flexible on the spot with any questions that I have or any concerns that I have. When I first started out my podcast, I was doing everything on my own. I have no editing background. I have no podcasting background. I knew nothing about it. And so I was bootstrapping all of this myself while I was still trying to take on my role as a full-time mom. And once I met up with Kevin and we had these discussions and I got on board with adding an editing team, oh my goodness, it just lifted this weight off of me. It lifted my time that I was spending doing my editing. And in the beginning, full transparency, when I was editing just my individual recordings, it was a little more manageable, not super manageable. And then when I started doing my interviews for the podcast, it was hours upon hours of me doing the editing that didn't include any of the promotional material that I am now getting from Kevin and his team. It wouldn't have been sustainable. I would not have been able to keep up with that. So I recommend Kevin and his team. They have done wonderful work in helping me grow my podcast. I have really enjoyed working with the editing team and it definitely feels like more of a team environment versus me hiring them to do a specific job. I mean, we all work collaboratively on the projects that I have and I have these crazy ideas sometimes and they come up with a solution to fit my needs. I I can't recommend them enough. I really enjoyed working with them. Kevin and the Next Level Podcasting Solutions, thank you so much for the work that you have done in the past and are continuing to do for me. I'm growing this community and growing this platform with a beautiful team that is working for me and with me to see my vision 
and help that come to life. So thank you again so much. I really appreciate you guys. And so I just had a moment with her downstairs where um, her and I are hanging out with Tucker a little bit in between calls and I'm coming up to this podcast and I just said, sweetheart, um, two things just, just to talk about quickly. One, did I do the right thing by not waking you up? Because when her alarm went off, the first time I was wondering to myself, like, should I wake her up? Does she have a meeting or should I let her sleep? Because I like to protect her sleep. It's really important. And so I, I made the right call, it turns out, which is like, don't wake her up. Because she didn't even know her alarm was on. The second thing was, sweetheart, in the future, can we really work on the alarm hygiene? That's like a big thing for me. I don't know why. I just cannot stand when alarms go off randomly. I don't like being distracted by things that are unnecessary. And so again, totally understandable, but that was me standing up for myself in that moment. And it's not, it's not anything bad. It's not anything big, but the old me, if it wasn't for being with Emilia, who always wants me to express my truth so that we can improve, the old me would have let that go. I would have just let that keep happening. And then it would have, it would have built up over time. And I can even think of past relationships where I just was like, okay, no big deal. I either brought it up and then got shot down or attacked or or I didn't bring it up and I just let it build up, build up, build up until eventually I'm like, all right, this alarm issue is a thing. So here's my point and the same as Kevin's point. And I wrote this down. If you don't stand up for yourself on the little things, your self-esteem will slowly erode. And then it'll be even harder to do so later when the big things come up. So practice this when it's the little things. I know that story with the alarm is not a big deal. It literally was no big deal. Yes, it's important to me to keep flow. And yes, we have a Zen house where we do deep work constantly. But it's not a big deal, literally. I wasn't mad at Emilia or anything. But if I don't bring it up, it will build. I need to stand up and advocate for myself, just like each and every one of our listeners. No matter who you are around, no matter who you are with, partner or not, family or not, friends or not, we all have relationships in our life. And whether it's the NLU team or it's Kevin or it's Emilia or it's a friend of mine, we have to do this thing called expression of truth. And it, for whatever reason, seems to be the hardest thing in the world and we are all so afraid to be direct and just say, honestly, that does bother me. It, that does bother me. And is there, is there anything we can do about that? And you got to be kind. You got to be nice. You got to be centered. You don't want to, you know, fight or flight or fawn. Or the last one is freeze. So those are the four Fs. And we did an episode on that, by the way. Uh, I think it was called the five F was the friend. Become friends with your insecurity. So when you find yourself triggered like Kevin was on that pod, pre-podcast call or triggered by Tweety Birds in the background when you're trying to write your book and you don't have that much time either because your call is coming up and you don't want to be late and your business partner called you out for being late the day before. It's a whole thing. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But seriously, vulnerable honesty here. Kevin and I are le- learning how to stand up for ourselves at a whole new level. And we want each and every one of you to start doing that too, because when you do, you're going to build self-esteem. And quite frankly, self-esteem is what's necessary for you to achieve your dreams. If you don't have self-esteem, you are in such big trouble because that's what's going to get you through the hard times. Yeah. And the, the reason it's so hard for us is because we both have low self-worth. We had, I mean, it's it's higher than it's ever been, but that's that's the through line of why it was challenging. I was thinking while you were talking, Alan, I always try to give very, very simple early tactics. So maybe that's not, maybe it's not saying, Hey, I'm frustrated with, um, the fact that you had me on here 
with the assumption that I was going to be interviewed. Now I'm not going to be because we don't want to have you on your show. Maybe that's like too big of a step. What I've been doing, and I did a story on this earlier, I've been unfollowing a lot of people who I was just following for appeasement. It's just like- Same. I've been doing that too. We didn't yeah, even talk about it. Yeah, I've I been know, doing that a lot lately. It feels good. It, it there feels was somebody really today, good. it's like, yeah. it's just hyper-masculine, toxic masculinity. Don't care. Don't, don't need it. Don't want the relationship. I don't want to network with you. I'm not interested. Somebody the other day who was a friend of ours, and I still consider a friend, but- they reached out and said, Hey, I, I'm starting this new Instagram page. Can you please, um, like it, follow me and then share it with your people. It's like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to, I, yeah. we're not that tight where I'm just going to do, I'm going to do that. I'm just not interested in doing that. Just like if you said no to me, I'd understand. And I think that's the interesting part is when you start standing up for yourself, you're going to see me, well, one of two things, you're going to see that you have really good standards when it comes to letting people live their own lives, or maybe you'll get a bit of a mirror where it's like, oh, wow, have I ever made somebody feel like that? Have I ever made somebody afraid to, to live their truth around me, to stand up for themselves around me? That's another, that's a whole nother thing, but maybe start small, start on following people who don't serve you. And if part of you is thinking, ah, oh, what are they going to think? That's the thing. When, you st when you're afraid to stand up for yourself, I think one of the biggest reasons is because you're worried about either what they're going to say, what they're going to do, what they're going to think, what they're going to feel. You got to think of your feelings first because if you don't, nobody else will. And sometimes even if you do, other people aren't going to. And we want to make sure that you make progress in this like Alan and I have been focused on making progress in this. And I know you can do it. And I know it's, it's well, well, well worth it for sure. Start small and build just like anything else. Work on this. And this is a constant practice. It gets more challenging as you become more sought after. Um, there was times in Kevin and I's life where we weren't nearly as sought after and we didn't have as big a, I guess we wouldn't, we didn't have so many people trying to network with us. That's, that's one of the things. A lot of people out there are trying to network with us for reasons that we don't align with. And it's been more and more challenging. It's interesting. The better you get at this, the more it's required because the better you get at this, the more you succeed and the more you succeed, the more it's required. So it's a never ending journey and just start small and build. Next level nation. I today, one of my tasks I did, and honestly, I had a blast doing it. I was, I was really vibing out when I was doing this. But Alan and I gave a virtual speech to a Facebook group a couple of weeks ago. And we went through and we looked at all the people who commented and liked and said nice things. And I sent them a personal video message just to thank you. If you have an organization, a Facebook group, a business, a coaching thing, and you would like Alan and I to come speak to your group virtually, we are 100% in to do it and totally for free. We want to speak. We love speaking. Just like we podcast seven times a week, if we could speak to an audience seven times a week, that is something we would do as well. So if that's something that you are interested in, please reach out to Alan and I. Again, totally free, um, and I guarantee it will be very valuable. I, we had, I don't know, I think we had like 47 comments in that in that post last time I checked. And that was all based on people saying, Hey, this was really valuable. I really enjoyed this. Thank you guys for coming. So we'd love to meet you in person slash virtually and talk to your audience. Also, there will be a link in the show notes on, we have a landing page that dictates or doesn't dictate it. It communicates all the different speeches that we do. We have three in particular up there. You can choose your favorite one, reach out to Kevin or myself. We would love to come and speak to your organization, your company, whatever it is. Also, the Next Level Hope Foundation is coming up. Father's Day is coming up and also Mother's Day is this weekend. I got to yes. reach out to my mom and see what she's doing. But 
that said, the Next Level Hope Foundation, we have a GoFundMe page. The link will be in the show notes as well. Kevin and I, as you know, grew up without fathers, and what we needed was a male role model, um, just a role model in general, really. And so what we're doing is we're gathering 20 boys without fathers in the greater Worcester area, and we're making a day into a fun team activity day that's typically a sad day. Father's Day was always very sad for Kevin and I, and when we first teamed up five years ago, we've spent every single Father's Day together, and now we want to make that into a special occasion. And so uh, we're almost at our donation goal. As a matter of fact, I think, so we set the goal for 500, and we're matching all the way up to 500. So once we hit that goal, it'll be a 1,000 this year. And we're getting little t-shirts for the kids that say the future is next level. It's an awesome thing. So I think we're only $125 away from hitting our $500 goal. So every little bit helps. I don't care if it's 25 or five or 50, just every little bit helps. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And again, the link will be in the show notes. Grateful for each and every one of you for that. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 964. One powerful question that will help your relationship. It is Strategy Saturday, so we will give you a strategy. You hear I said Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> As always, we appreciate you. We love you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at ALazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.